fortune, their legend up and sprang, and they soon became the Apple Dumpling Gang, and they called them the Apple Dumpling Gang. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 152 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. I mean, hey, you know, I figure it's getting close to the Halloween time, right? Evan Dickens here with my co-host in crime, Brian Galloway. Brian, what is going on, man? Hey, I'm still trying to figure out if you're a scroll or not, or if I'm a scroll, but we don't know. And I know it's still... <laughs> people, people are still saying, hey, would you guys get over that? You've talked too much about scrolls. But... This will probably, be, you know, we won't talk about it again, but it's it's still crazy because we don't know, and we don't know. We, we to, don't know. You go to Disney, and that person is scanning your magic band. You do not know if it's a scroll, so always be careful. Be careful. But, be careful um, for espionage. There you go. But I'm just really happy. Like th- this is a this is gonna be a cool episode today. I'm I'm anxious to talk about it, and um, as you guys all know. Knowing me, you'll know why I'm anxious. But so, Evan, why don't you go into the topic a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So this is actually a combining of both of our minds, which a is incredibly scary, but b it's good because you know you brought up this 150th episode, which we just had a couple weeks ago, and this topic was to you know rank your top rides that existed in the um, the first 10 years of Walt Disney World existing. Which is a is a what's you would think it's kind of a short list, but it's actually not really short, right? They, there was a lot of rides there on opening day, or if not on opening day, within the first ten years of it opening. So, I you know came up with the idea of let's do our what we're calling top five in the first ten. So you know Brian and I have our list of our top five attractions that existed in the first 10 years of Walt Disney World. And I would like for us to talk about what they are and ranking them and, you know, see if we can agree on maybe a top ride and why. So that was that's kind of the idea behind this. I love it. I mean, it's great. You know, I'm a big fan of the nostalgia of Walt Disney World. I think, you know, one of the things and that why it means so much to me is, that those memories that haven't changed much, right? They haven't, there's some things, the fact that it hasn't changed makes me think, Hey, guess what? I'm, you know, I'm still a kid and, and, and Disney is my place to escape a lot of the crazy stuff that goes on in in life. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that and they go, Hey, why are you guys such big fans of Disney? Like, you know, you know, you're, you're married, you're, you're like, why, you know, you're, you have kids, you're, your your kids are graduating college. How come you're still a Disney fan? Well, because I when I go there, I get to escape all these things. I get to escape um, a lot of things, and it, it reminds me of a time in my life where, you know, it was that cool and fresh, and, and it was fun. So, I I will always be that person. I will always, and that's you know, people can say what they want, um, and I know a lot of the people listening probably feel the same way. 
you know, we get that a lot from our friends. Like, why are you, why are you such a Disney person? But it's because of, of what it makes me do. The memories, the memories are real important to me. The memories is a hundred percent what makes it. And you're right. I mean, that is, um, what I've heard a lot recently and, um, you know, it's, it's quite annoying to be honest with you. Uh, a, why can't I just have a hobby enjoying something? Um, you know, people enjoy all kind of stuff. Why, why can't we just enjoy going to a theme park? I, I don't see the issue with that, but Hey, whatever. But secondly, you're right. It's, um, why are you adults? Why are you going to Disney? What's the, what's the deal? I don't understand the appeal. And most of these people, Brian, we know have not even ever been to Walt Disney world period. They, they create this image in their mind and they think that's what Walt Disney World is. And of course, we know it's not. And they should go try it before they diss it, right? But you're right. It is, it's the memories. It's the nostalgia. It's, um, you know, and everybody knows, I say this a lot, but everybody knows I haven't been my whole life, but in the last 10 years or so. And it's just as if I've been going there my whole life. It just has that effect on you, I think, um, because it creates memories and memories I mean, gosh, are one of the most powerful things in our lives, right? So I agree. Yeah, that's great. So, so let's, you know, how do you, I don't know how you want to start. You want to is well, I, I don't know. Let's, um, you want to start with our bottom and, and actually go in a ranking up to number our, our favorite or. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine with me. I could that's totally fine with me. And I'll say this before we before we do this, there was um, you know. I don't know what is it about 30 rides that were there on opening day, some or attractions, excuse me, something like that. And then in the, the 10 years after that, we had probably, you know, 10 more to, to 12 more, something like that. And I will say that typically I would have a very hard time on something like this, but it was really easy for me to pick my top five. I don't know if you felt the same or did you have um, no, trouble? No, no, because there's some that I really love. Um, but it is it's it's not it's not super difficult. Um, it's the order. I know. Um, I'm. I'm. Yeah. The order is hard. The order is definitely hard. <clears throat> All right. I'll I'll start. I'll start with my bottom one. And you know, I think it probably is my bottom out of this these five. But it is not because it's not great. And that is the Walt Disney World Railroad. So that is my number five. Um, for the attractions that were there in the top 10 years. But, you know, I have some memories of the railroad going on. The first time was pretty cool. I do remember the very first time uh, I went on, it was really hot and I had not went. I think I just went on like the fantasy land to maybe main street connection and got off. So I didn't do the whole loop around. I think I just recently did the whole loop around probably in the last two or three years to where I saw all the like native American stuff in the back. I had never seen that before. So that is really neat. Although I know that the Disneyland one is much better and much like, you know, uh, there's much more to see on it. Even yeah, though there, yeah, because there, there, it's more of a, it's more of a, a, it's more of an attraction than just a, right. a transportation situation. But uh, because there are, there's, there's dinosaurs and yeah. a lot of things like that. Um, now, I will say it's really cool. And so everyone needs to go and ride the railroad and listen closely. And I've said this once before on the show after um, I went on the railroad after it reopened because Tron was open. So you have this narrator on the railroad. And as you're approaching Tron, it gets like staticky. And then the voice from Tron takes over on your 
railroad. Okay. And it said like, you know, welcome to the grid and um, all this kind of stuff. And then as you're leaving, I'm not even going to tell you what he says, but just pay close attention as you're leaving um, out of the Tron station, going into magic kingdom, your announcer comes back on and it's pretty funny what he says. So just um, that's a little nugget for your next trip, Spinnies to, to listen for, but yeah, it's, it's a great, I know it holds a lot of um, close fond memories in people's hearts. So no, that's does. number five. It does. The, tra- the train is great. And I, I love the train and um, it didn't make my top five, but okay. it's right there. And, and it's something that, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's definitely grown over the years, which, which you would think it wouldn't because, but I, you know, I know how much Walt cared about the train. Like that, that that's a big thing. Walt loved trains. And if you don't, if you ever get to the wilderness lodge, go to the DVC lobby and you'll see, and there's a little side room that talks about that. He loved the trains. He had a, he had them make a train. He had his Imagineers make a train in his backyard. Um, yeah. it, it's amazing. It's amazing. And and so that you think about it, that he had a real, you know, that, that train is basically the same one. It's just been upgraded and cleaned up and, um, you know, everything's been fixed. It's almost the same thing that he, that he did originally. So I love that about it. So it's, it's a great, the great choice. And before before you say your number five, I was going to mention this real quick. I don't know if I enjoy. It's kind of funny the ride or the attraction of the road itself, or the image of the Main Street Station more. You know, arguably we know, we know that the Cinderella Castle is the icon of Magic Kingdom, but arguably number two is the Main Street Station. You know, approaching it, walking in under the train station, under the train tracks, seeing it on Main Street as you're leaving. Um, it's just a really cool image and. It just, to me, is that's the first thing you see. It says, I'm here. You know, I'm at Magic Kingdom, especially when the train's coming in with the smoke. It's just, it's excellent. Um, so that that image is awesome as well. So I just want to put that out there too. No, that's great. Okay, so my number five, and it might not be everybody else's number five. And again, there's a lot to choose from. And, there's and a I lot. I want to make sure this is harder than, this is definitely harder than um, I, I anticipated. So I'm going to say number five because I want to make sure it's there is the uh, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Um, a lot of people skip by it. A lot of people have never seen any of the movies. There's been three movies, right? So you can see any of those three. Um, but to me, as a kid growing up, I saw those movies and um, it's, a, it's the exact replica of what was in the movies. And it's just amazing. Second of all, you get some great views of the park by going up there. So, you, you know, always that. And it's never super crowded. Every once in a while, it gets pretty crowded, which is not it's not good. I wouldn't recommend ever going if you have to wait in line to go inside there because it's too. you want to be able to move a little bit. But it's just amazing how what they did there and, and how, you know, I don't know if they took it right from the movie set or not. But it's you watch the movie and then go go on that ride. Um, go to Disney Plus and watch it. And you'll see it's like as close as you can get to it. And I love that about it. And I hope they don't ever get rid of it, but I always worry, you know, we, it, it's, you never know nowadays with things. Um, is that, is that valuable space? I don't know. Cause they probably don't ever want to get rid of that giant tree because it does block a lot of the sun from that area, which is, which is another important thing, but it is to me, it's, it has a lot of nostalgia and it's, it's really important in Disneyland. They have made it into Tarzan's treehouse. And I think it's getting changed again. So wow. that um, I heard something. So that hmm. I think they made a mistake when they did that um, because it wasn't as popular. Yeah. Swiss Family. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, guys, watch it. It's still cool. It's, it's a great movie. So that's my number five. 
Good. I mean, I have done Swiss Family Treehouse probably twice, and I still need to go watch the fireworks from up there, though, too. That's a that's a good little secret it is that secret, you sh- yeah. you've shared. So, yeah, uh, not on my list, but I do also enjoy it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for the flack because something's not on my list, but we'll get to that at the end. But right. my number four on my list is Carousel of Progress. I really liked the Carousel of Progress a lot, and it, I was debating putting it higher on my list, and it was tied with what I'm going to say is my number three in a minute. But it's just, it's a classic, right? World's Fair came over exclusive to Walt Disney World. It's um, something for the whole family, all ages. It's multi-purpose, right? You can either go, I think it's like 20 minutes or 21 minutes long or 22 or something like that. You can either go and enjoy the whole thing and learn from it and you know, kind of see the decades of different times, or you can go take a really awesome 20-minute nap in the air conditioning. Um, I encourage you to do that the second time, though, because watch it the first time because it really is good. Uh, it just kind of shows the nostalgia of what Disney is to me. And I think it's worth doing. It's very appropriate. Uh, you know, a lot of times, especially in the last month or two, people have been debating whether certain things belong in certain parks or certain lands. And some people think it belongs in other places. I will definitely say that Carousel of Progress 100% fits the land, the theming, and everything about Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. So uh, this just has a special place in my heart. So Carousel of Progress. Yeah, I have it listed, so I'm I'm gonna I have it listed higher, so I'll wait till it, till it comes to me. But um, yeah, it's got a special place for me too. Good. Okay. Are you number four for you? Okay, number four for me. Um, I'm gonna say Tom Sawyer Island. I have um, there's another place that has a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, I've always liked it. I've always liked when they used to have. I used to like it when you used to like everybody used to try to rush over there in the morning, and get on the first boat because you try to get the you, you would try to get the um, paintbrush. You can get a free um, uh, fast pass and stuff, but they, they stopped that a long time ago. That's cool. Um, but it, it is it is still a great it's a great place to go. It's a great place to beat the beat the heat. It's a great place to beat the the crowds, and um, it's still you know it's not it's not exactly as cool as it used to be, but it's still nice. Um, I think the one in Disneyland, they've really made it bigger and it's actually a lot more, there's a lot more to do there on that one. Um, but this one is still, it's at, at Walt Disney World, it's still great. The fort in the back is very cool. Walking up in the top, looking at the, you know, they have these fake guns that you can look at and look at the boats. And um, But there's there's secret caves and there's passageways and there's bridges that you can walk on. And um, I remember I, like two years ago, I got my my sister and her, her friends to go on it with me because they hadn't been on in a while. And we had a great day doing that. We jumping around and again, it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit of exercise. You get, you get, you're kind of, you, you definitely, there's some, there's some mountains to climb and there's, there's bridges to go over and stuff. Um, and the caves are very dark and I'll tell you, they're very dark, especially if on a sunny day, because the transition from your eyes into yeah. the caves, yeah. um, it, it makes them really dark. And so you're like, what the heck? And um, that always cracks me up, but, that they're still there, um, and it, it's just a lot of fun. And if you if you read the Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn and all that stuff, um, it's even better. But even if you haven't, it is just a it's just a very interesting thing to have. It's so so much different than the rest of the park. It's just a, it's just a really cool. It's it's a great place. And when you're there, 
you kind of don't even realize you're at Walt Disney World. In certain places, you're so deep in the woods that you don't even realize what's going on around you. And it's funny because if you sit down and you go to the fort, you sit down there, they have checkers and they have some seats. You sit there and then you're like, I'm not, I don't even realize I'm in Disney, Walt Disney World right now. And it's very cool. So, and they do have animatronics. There's, there's definitely a horse and a blacksmith in there, um, which a lot of people don't even realize. And so it's worth checking out if you haven't done it. Maybe if you do it every couple of years, you go check it out. But definitely check it out before they change it, because I have the, another feeling that that's another that's a yeah. prime, prime, prime area yep. that somewhere along the line, they're going to want to do something, too. So um, check it out while you have the chance. Great one on the list. And I'm surprised that we're still friends and you still talk to me because I haven't done it yet. But um, <laughs> I know I got to do it and I, I know I'll really enjoy it. But, yeah, that's that's a good one on the list. So and you're right. That is prime real estate location. And so this whole beyond thunder mountain that they talked about at d23 last year yeah i'm, I'm worried that that may you know kind of go into because really they they're limit they're not limited on space necessarily because there is room but they would have to totally re remove the railroad if they went further than a certain boundary so they'll probably try to work within a boundary first you and, know and the only the only thing i would say is that it's an island and they'd have to mess that all up. And they just recently drained it out and right. and cleaned up the uh, the track yep. for the boat. Yep. So I don't think they're going to want to have to do that again. So that's the whole thing. You, 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 the, the, there is land there, but yeah, it's only there's only so much. And so are you going to want to do that? And then how are you going to get people back and forth all the time? Um, if you put a if you put a walkway across, then you then the riverboat's done, right? Yep. You can't you yep. can't have that anymore. So. These are the kind of things that I don't know how they could ever do it. So my feeling is it might be safe for a while. They yep. might change the theme a little bit sure. um, or something like that. But I don't think they're going to um, knock like, it down. But I, who, right. who right. knows? Yeah, agreed. So um, good pick. So number three for me, uh, I've even changed my order around since we've even started recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I, I'm settled. I'm 100% settled. So number three is the people mover. I absolutely love the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover. I have um, sat there soaking in nostalgia. I've sat there with just me and Emily cracking up, laughing about whatever. I've sat there with um, you know my in-laws cracking up, laughing about whatever. And, you know, sat up there just people watching. I've sat up there, you know, people watched the whole the whole entire time and not even really, of course, in Space Mountain, it's dark. But other than that, not even paid attention to the ride. It's just it allows you to just sit and enjoy and go along for the ride. They did recently change the narrator. Um, it used to be the same narrator that was doing uh, Living with the Land also did the People Mover. But now they've changed it. But it's still fun. It's still that upbeat. The music is still nice. So I just, the, the people mover is great. And it's, you know, even if there is a line for it, it's typically never that long of a wait. And I, of course, I like the, uh, the almost like the, the escalator that takes you up to the ride, sponsored by Goodyear, it says on the sign. I always think that's funny. Um, isn't, isn't it an inclinator or something? Isn't that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, like an inclinator yeah, or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. I, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it fits again. It fits Tomorrowland. I, I think Tomorrowland is a very cool and thematic land. And, you know, now Tron fits right in there to me. And, and the people mover just, 
is like the icing on the cake. So that's my number three. I, I love the people mover. I, again, it didn't make my top five. That's just because it, there's, there's too many night. I mean, I could have had a top 10 with no problem. Yeah, me too. Um, and, uh, it, but the people mover is an amazing thing. We love it. My family loves it. It's been a great, you know, it's, it, again, it was when the kids were young, you know, there weren't a whole many, a lot of things that they could go on. Um, but that was always one that we would go on and we good for relaxing, good for a quick, quick break, but it's also great to watch people. Like you yep. said, yep. um, you know, the funny thing is too, Disneyland, they got rid of it. They had to, because they were, because of yeah. the building, they didn't have enough space, but there's still, the track is still there in a lot of places yeah. because they couldn't remove it. Um, I always hope, you know, I'm, I, in the bottom of my heart, I'm always thinking that they, they should get it back. I wish they did, but it's there. Um, it's not going to go away. It, it's gained more popularity over the years. And I think yeah, it's funny. For sure. I think, you know, it's funny. Walt Disney people, uh, executives probably were like, that, no one likes that ride. And then they see all these people saying how great it is. They're like, okay, well, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do much of that. Just keep it running. Yeah, that's you know, right. Because that, it's not much upkeep in this ride and everybody loves it. So let's let do it. But I also love the fact that even on the busy days, you, you're, even though it looks like there's a long line, it moves fast. Yeah, like it 15, 15 minutes tops or something like that. It really I wish there were more of them. I, like, 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 I always thought, I think Walt thought that it would be something that would be used in like shopping malls and things like that because the the, the, the design yeah helps a lot but it just never never it really never took off anyplace else right yep absolutely so uh, that one's uh, number three for me okay so my my number three is and this is a you know it's the Jungle Cruise and I I I love the Jungle Cruise now I like the Jingle Cruise better now I think I've I've done the it's Jingle good. Cruise like two times in the last two years I really like the Jingle Cruise. Um, I think that's a great thing, but I love the fact that they do make that change. I like the history behind the jungle cruise. Um, you know, Walt originally had planned it to be real animals. And then, and then the Imagineers were like, Hey, that's not going to work yeah. because first of all, they're going to be hidden. They're going to take, they're going to sleep. Sometimes they won't see them. And then you can't have them that close to, you can't have like hippos that close to the boat and stuff. Right. It's not going to be good. Right. So they said, let's, let's start building something. And, and we have, Hey, look, we did this carousel of progress which we just talked about we could do animals like that too and he's like well go ahead let's see what you can do and um it's amazing what they were able to pull off there and yes through the years it's it's been improved and second of all you know our slogan um the backside of you know hey here's the backside of water yeah came from that right um it's it is great and there's a ton of dad jokes all the all the way I love that you know if you if you get a good skipper on those boats, your, oh, one of the your best ride rides. is even better, right? Yeah. If you don't, it's not as good. And that's you know another we talk about things like fifties prime time the the restaurant, the food's okay, it's not that great, but if you get a good server, it's amazing, right? So it moves from good to great. Where on this ride, it's a good ride, but if you don't have a good skipper mm-hmm. or or a bad microphone, which sometimes that does happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, it does ruin your ruin your your thing. But I my my thing with the Jungle Cruise is I like it better at night, way better at night. And people say why, but it's, you you see everything, and it's just night. It's cooler because you really think you're in the jungle. And two, the Jingle Cruise is just even better because it's got funnier things and yep. it's something very different. So I love the Jungle Cruise. 
Obviously, they made a movie with The Rock, which is not a bad movie. It wasn't bad, yeah. No, it wasn't bad. And um, it's it's just got a lot of allure to me, and, and I love The Jungle Cruise. So that's that's my number three. It is a that's a great choice. And, I, you know, Brian, I was thinking about this. I am still surprised at how long of a ride that is. I mean, you know, you're in the theme park, and you think of a boat ride. To me, I don't think of something that's that long. I mean, it's 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 pretty large. I mean, especially if you look at it on the map and kind of zoom out and look at all of Magic Kingdom, it takes up a good bit of real estate. I mean, you could you could put some significant, at least another ride or uh, maybe ride in a restaurant or something in that spot or two rides, maybe, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty long ride. So it's good. And it's one of those, it's a little bit different every time, kind of like the safari and a couple others, you know, so I, I think it's a, it's a good ride. It didn't make my list, but I do enjoy it as well. So good, good choice. Okay. So what's your number two? I'm curious All right. Now. Going into top two. So number two for me, um, which people would debate, but you know, this is the top, uh, these are the attractions, keyword attractions, just like the railroad is not really a, or a ride, kind of mean you are riding, but it's an attraction. So this is also a number of attraction. It's number two, and it's the electrical water pageant. Ooh. I put it as number two because of memories. I mean, Brian, you remember a while back that really bad trip experience we had when we, yes. uh, you know, just all kind of stuff happened, right? And then we ended up staying in the contemporary. And we had a... Um, a Bay Lake view room on in the main tower facing the water. And, you know, Emily and I, it's still the contemporary, I said, still rate, ranks as number one until we try other resorts, even over beach club and everything. We just love it. And staying up there and opening up the balcony and having all the, you know, the, the water boats line up and you're staring at Bay Lake and the music is pumping. Uh, it was just, it's just something cool. You know, Things like like the electrical water pageant, okay, that's kind of stuff is like the first thing that other uh, um, theme parks and, and other experiences get rid of stuff like that, right? Because it's like you got these boats, you got to upkeep them. If it's yeah. lights, all these neon signs, these lights go out, you got to go replace the bulbs. There's music if the speakers aren't working. This is just too much upkeep. Let's just scrap it, right? But they they hold on to it because, I mean, and think about how long. I mean, it was one of the first attractions that was there. So since, <laughs> since 1971. Yes. Pretty much run every night. Right? You know, it, it might, you know, right. Maybe they're a hurricane or something. Um, but even in the rain, sometimes they'll run it. And um, and they do make a version for 4th of July sometimes. Yep. Right? They do a, a variation. Yep. But. Oh, I love it. I, again, Evan, it's funny. I, I needed to, I, five was not enough for me. And, and I, uh, I know there's some glaring, there's some glaring things that it really bothers me that I couldn't add. This was one of them. Um, I love it. My family loves it. It has so many good memories for me, especially when we were at the wilderness lodge, because yeah, you have an yeah. amazing view from there. Um, I've been on the beach to see it sometimes and well, it's just, just great. You know, think about, think about how many families, have seen it from the beaches at Wilderness Lodge or the beach at the Poly or Grand Floridian or, or, the contemporary, the contemporary, or contemporary beach or just, you know, standing Bay out Lake on Tower, Bay Lake Tower. Yep, yep. Standing out on the pier. Um, I mean, just it's so many different in the memories at night, whether it's like a romantic memory of just with your loved one, or maybe it's a family memory and everyone's just kind of, you know, 
chins up on the the railing and just watching it in the water. I, I mean, just this is the kind of stuff to me that just makes a Disney a little bit different. I mean, this is and what's cool is like there's not big posters everywhere that says, "Hey, it's happening." It's almost like a you just kind of know it's happening tonight, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I mean that's definitely number two for me. It's a great one. It was close to number one because of the memories, but it didn't get there. So no, it, but it, it it is yeah again. It, this this kills me. This tough. Okay, so <laughs> I my number two is you know it, it's funny because there's one glaring one, and I'm pretty sure it's your number one. So there's one glaring one that I did not put in here yet, um, and, and I'm gonna miss it in my top five. But it was like my five point one. But I I think it's gonna be your number one. So I let it go. Um, my, oh, you may be surprised. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, then if not, then I'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. But um, so Carousel of Progress is my number two. Again, family memories. Yeah. Um, I have um, I have a uh, World's Fair book that my that my dad gave me when we were little. He must he must have gone to it and he gave it to me and it had like the, the Disney rides in there. And I but you know when I was a little kid, I didn't look at it. And then when I got older. I would look at it and I was able to read. It used to always to be on like the coffee table or underneath the coffee table. I would pick it up and read through it all the time. Yeah. And I would, I would see that and I would read about it. And then when I, when I finally went to Walt Disney world for the first time, um, again with my mom years later, we, we, we went opening year, but um, not, not at the, not the, you know, it was, it was definitely towards the end of the year. It might've been even closer to, the, the 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 second year i think we were i think it was that that hot that holiday season right before the second year so um that's when i went and we went there on that and i and i knew it from the the book i used to read all the time so to me it was always cool so i had a big memory with that my kids i would tell you love it and, and especially Mackenzie, she loves the song um a great beautiful tomorrow she oh, sings it all the time yep. when we go they'll sing it um, we all sing it. Um, but the funniest thing about this and the, the our fame, you know, our family, um, the, the fun we have is that my wife refuses to go on it now. She thinks that the guy's a male chauvinist and she doesn't like that. So she like either. So if she will come, if we get her to come on the whole time, she'll be grumbling and calling him names, right? The whole time. Like they use a male chauvinist. Look at this guy. Look what he says. But then a lot, a lot of times she'll say like, if it's a nice day and it's not too hot, She'll be like, I'll sit out here and get a drink and wait for you guys because I don't really want to deal with that guy. He makes me so mad. <laughs> it just cracks me up how an animatronic <laughs> gets so many, somebody so upset. Um, that is hilarious. But Uncle Orville is yeah. another one that I uh, Uncle Orville. That whole thing has become a cult thing for me. We had on our fa- our last family trip, we made shirts up, and on the back, it's it, it had um, no privacy around here, and yeah. that, uh, by Uncle Orville on the back, and we got so many comments about that. So. Castle of Progress, super important to us. We love it. It's uh, it's it's almost a must do all the time, um, and I know it goes through its growing pains. It's still they're still replacing it. <clears throat> another funny thing is another funny tidbit about that is that um, because of the World's Fair and because of the fact that the the one in California was taken down, they had a lot of extra animatronics. So every once in a while, when when something breaks down and like in a um, spaceship earth and stuff, they'll take some old 
carousel of progress animatronics and bring them yeah. over there and you and reuse them. And and there's a couple that you can actually look at and it was and you can see it's like the father, but it has like you know it has something else over his face or um yeah yep. you and can look that up amazing. online and it'll show yeah that's yeah cool. yeah that's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing that so they have held up remember and again they were at the world's fair they got carted from wherever new york all the way down to florida all these these you know delicate machinery mm-hmm. re you know put up again <clears throat> and all these years later they still work i know like that's and this is old technology that at the time was way ahead of its time right and so to me i marvel at that and that's the that's the walt touch yep the imagineer and the and the and the of iWorks top touch and all the people that were doing that back then. Yep. Um, it's still there. So the magic is there. That's why I love that. It's number two on my list and, 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 uh, it's a tough one, but there's, I'm telling you, there's omissions on this list and there's, I look at this and I could have gone, gone 10 deep with no problem, but absolutely. Okay. So now I want to hear number one, go ahead and let me see if so, I'm right. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's two right off the bat that, you know, I can't wait to say are, are number six and number seven. OK, for honorable mentions. But um, and the fact that some of you are just going to be floored that some of those and maybe those couple are not on this list and <laughs> not even in my top five, you're going to um, just uh, not like this very much. But for those of you who know my favorites, um, and I'm actually staring at a piece of artwork right now from probably my top attraction on all Walt Disney World property, which is the American Adventure. There is something that is just awesome. And of course, that's at Epcot, but there's something awesome about the American Adventure. And it holds a really special place in my heart. The songs, uh, the musical scores in there and the storyline it tells. Equal to that, for some reason, the Hall of Presidents is still right there with American Adventure for me. Now, American Adventure is number one. But Hall of Presidents makes it number one on my list. Uh, there's just something special about this. Yes, it changes with every new president that's added. And, you know, Brian, last time I was sitting in there, which was, I think it wasn't the last, maybe it was the last like longer trip that we did and was just sitting in there watching and thinking about how much, you know, how amazing it is that all of that works together. You know, there are every, every single president is up there and you know at each time the narrator calls out the president's name and they they kind of nod their head or hold up their hand or i mean just the fact that all of those animatronics are working in sync at one time yes there's glitches and people will post glitches online if something happens somebody's hand just keeps waving the whole show or something like that but they they fix those things right and just the the um you know, you don't have it anywhere else in the world where all the presidents are in one spot like that. And the fact that they're so quick, you know, when the new president's elected, they'll shut it down, but they, they get that new president up there so quick and it works just like every other president works. I mean, you know, out of, think about this, out of everyone on property, there's nowhere has as many newly added animatronics as the hall of presidents yeah. and, and put into, put into use, put into action, um, there's, 
you know, you may be thinking, oh, cool, you know, they put a Kylo Ren animatronic. That's one of the newest ones on property. Well, not until the next president comes, you know. I mean, it's just really cool to think about. So every aspect of that, the patriotism, the nostalgia aspect, um, the animatronic aspect, that's the most animatronics in one spot on property. I mean, I'm sure that's got to be true. I didn't look that up, but I'm sure that's true. Um, if, animatronic humans is what I mean. Um but yeah, that's it's, it's number one for me. I don't know if that's what you guessed, but well, it was my number one. And not, okay. I mean, it was it was the one for me. I for I, I guessed you. I guessed that for you. Now, yeah. it's it was my six, and I really could have moved it up. Yeah, um, and this it, was hard for me, but it was really hard. So I love it as much as you. I I adore that. I I am a, you know, I am a type of person, and regardless of who the president is, doesn't matter. And you know, and, and I always it bothers me when people make you know don't like a certain president don't don't like to me once a person becomes a president he's my president i gotta follow him right like i, I might not like the person i might not have voted for the person yep but the person's the president is the most you respect the, the toughest, office it's the toughest job in the world yep and i wouldn't want i wouldn't wish that job so i love the fact that walt himself cared so much about that that he wanted to have a a attraction like that because obviously he's a big Lincoln fan. Lincoln is his favorite, was his favorite. Yep. And Lincoln yep. is, you know, probably the, it might be the great, you know, people argue George Washington, but I think Lincoln was the greatest president of all time. And, and, and that's what Walt, you know, Walt cared about that. And he made sure it was a part of the legacy here. The rest of, you know, his brother and, and Michael Eisner and, and Iger and everybody along the mm-hmm. way yep. kept their tradition going. They didn't stop. Like they could have stopped and said, eh, we're not adding anymore, you know. Forget yep. it. These, some of these presidents are controversial. We're not going to add them. No, yep. they go and they deal with it and they, and they do it because it is important. It's important for all of us. Is it historical? Yes. But I could tell you, here's to tell you a little funny thing. So with my daughters were little, we, you know, you, you have to, there's certain things you want to try to embed with them and you want to, you know, so we used to, we used to use placemats a lot. So we get, you know, when they were really little, we would do a placemat that had the alphabet. Then we did, um, the states of the, the states of the United States, right? We would have yeah. placemats. Yeah. So while they're eating, they would look at it and they memorize it. So you ask my daughters, I mean, no joke. You ask my daughters today, like the capitals of pretty much every state, they can tell you this stuff. And I, it's because it's not because we quizzed them. It's because that they used to be able to, they looked at it every day when they ate, right? So it just kind yeah. of embedded yeah. in their mind. And we, and we moved to the presidents and eventually the periodic tables, but yeah. we were, the presidents were there, so they knew their presidents very well. My daughters know their presidents very well. So we brought them there. You know, they would walk around and they'd like, oh, that's, you know, my favorite. And I remember um, Taylor liked Andrew Johnson, and she would say she would want to go stand in front of Andrew Johnson. And Mackenzie liked, I don't know, it might have been Kennedy or something. And then she would go, and they liked certain presidents, and they would go take a picture next to the, their picture. Um, and I just thought that was so cool that they, they liked that. Now, now again, was this in a, a thrilling attraction that really they couldn't wait to go watch all the time? No, they, right. they were like after a while they're like, oh, okay, I don't want to go skate against boring. But as they got older again, they kind of I see that they kind of like it again. I will tell you, very very big hint is go sit in the front row and watch it. I, I you you will not normally I would say no to see a movie in the front row because you're too close. Yeah, but the animatronics are worth go see it in the front row because then you then you then you really have this. Yeah. Understanding of how amazing these animatronics are. You know, right. One guy's twitching his finger. One guy's yep. wiggling his nose. And like, it's like amazing. It's amazing how well they did that. So, and yes, it's a, it's a great choice. Evan. And, you know, just to, you know, we talk a lot about um, 
and sorry for those people who call this pessimistic or Debbie Downer, but sometimes we talk about things that frustrate us a little bit at the parks, and, and that's okay to share those. Uh, one of them is if you boo during the Hall of Presidents. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, like like Brian said, you respect the office, you respect the office of the presidency, and you may not like a guy, you may think he's whatever, fill in the blank, or you didn't vote for him, but you're a Disney, you're in an attraction, don't boo out loud at you know when a president's name is mentioned that's just tacky um no matter who it is so that's that's my uh yeah, you should like you know again i yeah i i, I sometimes i have to sorry i i, I go damn millard fillmore no i don't i don't no i don't say that. <laughs> i i um i i basically uh you know i actually like to every once in a while like shout out a person's name like like you know Grover Cleveland, Grover Cleveland, yeah, Chester Arthur, yeah, and then people yeah. are like, what? You know, I like to do that. Well, sometimes. and cheering is fine, yeah. you know, you cheer, yeah. that's fine. But but I, don't, but I like don't to do the obscure, obscure guys. Yeah, Chester Arthur, Chester A. Arthur, yeah, you know, like yeah, what? Right. Somebody's like, what? You know, so that that um, I I've done that a couple of times, and that's pretty funny because people look at you like you're you're a nut. But right. I, I do like that. It's a great attraction, and yep. the building. Now, again, if you've been to Philadelphia, you've been to the Independence Hall, I mean, yeah, it's guys, beautiful. it looks like that. I mean, they did an amazing job on the on the architecture of that building. Fabulous. Just like the American Adventure. That is a tremendous uh, building. And, it, and it's just, we, you know, we have to appreciate it for what it is. It's cool. Hey, where else can you do Like you said, Evan, where else can you go and see every president in one place? You can't. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't exist. That's a great choice, Evan. That's a great choice, and I um I can't even argue with it because it's great. But the thing is, my number one is my number one, and I'll never I'm not going to stop. I know what it is. This is I am you know if you know me, you know I love the Country Bear Jamboree. It is too much in in, involved in me as a kid, and I I know I again my I think my grandmother bought me the out the actual album of. The Country Bear Jamboree because we went to see it and we and I used to play that all the time and I memorized the whole song, um, the whole thing. I know the, I know every word to the whole thing and I could probably recite ninety percent of it without a mistake, uh, which is sad. But I, as a kid, like yeah. things get embedded in your brain, right? So you you do that. Um, I love it. Now, they've changed it over the years too, um, and I, they used to have an overlay for Christmas. They don't do that anymore because I think it was too difficult to go back and forth and change it all the time. Yeah, but it's still great. It's it's yeah. Is it is it politically correct? No, it's not. But it's not yep. bad. It's not bad at all. It's more it's poking fun in a fun way, and um, the yeah. songs are great. And I love if you get a crowd that sings along because it's yep. so much fun. Oh, interactive crowd is great. Oh, Clapping is and, great. and singing. Just, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a it's a great one. It's a definite one. I like to sit as much as I can in the middle, but not too close to the front because you don't see everything. So right. you kind of have to be in the middle back. Um, it, it's a great one. I love the like buff on the wall and uh, the, the the guys on the wall yep. are just as much great as good as the bears. Um, the the you know again a lot of animatronics, a lot of activity, a lot of craziness, um, and some of the best music that, that you want. And again, it, it's. These are all, and it's not like they were just made for the Bear Jamboree. These are actually old songs that they actually took and they remade for this. They 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 modified yep. them or whatever. So they're actual songs from other places. Um, it's just hilarious. It's great. It is a, a fun time. Um, I will always say, I'll, I'll always say, you know, if you don't go, 
I don't know how, I mean, again, you have to be a Disney fan to go do these things. All these things that we're talking about, if you're a true Disney fan, you should be doing them because that's the stuff that Walt had a step or Roy, Walt and Roy had had a play in of iWorks. The originals people that made us fans of Disney, they had a say in these things, right? They, 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 that was part of what they did. Now, the history of the Country Bear Jamboree, it, it was actually supposed to go, Walt was going to buy a, a resort um, somewhere in the Midwest. I, I, I don't know, maybe Montana or, or Wyoming or something. He was going to buy a resort there and make it a Disney resort out there. And the Country Bears were supposed to be part of that. Mm. And what happens is it didn't come through, so they, he took it and said, "Oh, we got all these. Let's use them and let's put them into let's put them into the parks." And he did that. And to this day, yeah. it's my favorite. Um, it always brings a smile to my face, and it is you know it's my it's you know I'm magic. If I go to Magic Kingdom, it's my go to thing all the time. I, I just it's, I there's nothing else I can miss. You know, we all know you can't go on everything every time you go, so you pick and choose what you can do. But I kind of always try to make sure I can actually go see the Country Bear Jamboree if I can. If I don't, I'm really bummed out, you know. And hopefully, I'm going to the parks, to Magic Kingdom, two times that trip because I want to go back. But I'll never, I will never go on a trip and not go to the Country Bear Jamboree. Right, right. Great choice. I mean, I also love the Country Bears. Definitely in my top ten. Um, it's just that hokey, good, slapstick, just funny. Just it's just classic, you know. It is also just nostalgic. Um, so great choice there, Brian. I, I mean, <laughs> I cannot believe we didn't choose like the haunted mansion or well, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. I mean, there's some of these that are just staples but they, on. But this they're list. great. I mean, I love the haunted mansion, and again, yep. you know, we 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 like a lot of some of our the friends of the of this. Um, you know, with Casey and Heather, and they, they yep. love the Haunted Mansion, right? That's their number one. And I love the Haunted Mansion, too. It's like, it's hard. This is such a I know, hard it's thing. hard. I love but, the classics. Pirates of the Caribbean, how could you not say that? But I know, I know. How could we not? And then Magic Kingdom fireworks. I mean, you know, there's different shows, but like that, it's it was an opening day attraction, the, the fact of fireworks. I mean, <laughs> how could we not say that? The Dapper Dance. I mean, it's not huge, but they're important. Uh, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's a small world again. Not our favorite, but it's no, a, it's worth Dumbo, mentioning. And Dumbo, I, I, Dum- I, you know, I'm and the Mad Tea Party. Can I, you know, Enchanted, do I really care about those? Enchanted Tiki Room, Peter yeah, Pan's Flight. Well, uh, the Tiki Room. See, the Tiki Room to be. Reason why I took it off because the original Tiki Room was changed. And then it came back. Yeah. So, in my opinion, it it's not original anymore because, it, but no, it's the original version. I love it that it's back. Because they, they did it they did it a disservice to change it, um, but because of that it lost some points to me. Um, yeah, big. I mean, and, and you know, a regular um, maybe it's been to Disney. And this is a this is a great point. I think someone who's only been to Disney a few times, you know, they may say Haunted Mansion, uh, Pirates, Space Mountain, Jungle Cruise, and uh, Big Thunder Mountain. That may be their top five. But, you know, those are all thrill rides and it's fine. And those can be your that can be your top five and it's totally OK. But I think what was special about ours, Brian, is that it was some of the lesser known choices because they have special memories to us, you know, from different times with our families or, uh, you know, our friends or whatever. So I think that's 
to me, that is what should make a top five. I mean, you got to consider quality, um, nostalgia. There's there's different criteria that they have to meet, but you know, personal um, personal love for something like that has also has to be into play. And especially in these opinion piece episodes, I think that's important. And I'm I th- I'm happy with our list. I'm I'm glad I'm glad yeah. these are our list. You no, know, there's one um, there's one thing that I don't know how like it's not really part of what you you consider an attraction, but you, you talked about the contemporary resort, right? Contemporary, the Polynesian and Fort wilderness were the original resorts, right? Those three. Um, and they all, they all have a special place because of those. Um, but the monorail itself is, is something that was there and it's still there, right? It runs every day. Yep. Yep. It's been there all these years. Um, and, that's another thing that you take for granted that monorail is it, it doesn't exist in the world. Right. When, when they did that. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is, it's amazing. Something like that. And the amount of people that it's carried over. Now I have to say those ferry boats, we, we, we should have do probably do an episode about transportation, we, but we the do, ferry yeah. boats, you know, they must be, of, you know, the amount of people they carry, on a daily basis has to be, I, I mean, much more than a New York ferry boat that goes back and forth in the city all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And the monorail itself over the years, how many people have they carried in and out of the parks and over to Epcot and all this? And stuff? you made an interesting statement too. The, the monorail is really nowhere else even in the world today. I mean, you see it at airport transportation and you see sometimes with, you know, certain trams like, um, what do you have, like Amtrak and stuff? Yeah, the Barton San Francisco is kind of like a, is the kind of one. Yeah, but there you, are places that are kind of like that. Yes, right. But it's not it's not very common. You know, it's not a, a common means of transportation that you would think, or, or I'll put it this way, that probably Walt thought would have boomed. And, and you know, you think of futuristic, you think of monorail, so you think that that kind of stuff is going to be around. But you're right. And what's so cool about it too, not to go off on a whole tangent about this, but staying at the contemporary with the monorail coming in the building like that. It's just, it's unheard of something that cool. But what was cool about it as well is with that monorail, the convenience factor, you almost feel like the poly and the grand Floridian are also a part of your resort, quote unquote, in a way, or an extension of dining options. You know, you, you're at the contemporary stay and you get on the elevator, you go hop on that thing and you're eating at Ohana in like, you know, 15 minutes. So no, it's, it, it's just it's amazing. Awesome. It's amazing. And you take it for granted sometimes. Now I have to say China. Now again, Walt was, you know, if you go back and look at the history of monorails, um, this is the first real, I mean, you know, this, this yeah. one, 1971 was the first one. Now yeah. there was um, California, Anaheim, California, 1959 was the very, so that was probably the very first mm-hmm. one in existence. I think there was uh, in Germany, 1901 there was there was one that was put together in germany but it wasn't it wasn't you know it was a little bit different than it is now but that was the original one that walt got his idea from and then he took it in and made it a lot better he he you know he talked to again i don't remember the top off the top of my head who was the the, the uh, imagineer at the time was like okay build this this is what i need so yeah. the first one in california then you have then you had florida right so at that point those yep. are the only two really big ones um, besides Germany, right? So Germany, these two, then um, Tokyo, Japan, then in uh, in China, there's a lot of them. Um, there's one in, in India. The South Korea has one. Malaysia has one. 
Um, there's one in Las Vegas. I forgot about that. There is one in Las Vegas, Evan. Yeah, yeah um, that, that's true. It's, but it's, it, you know what? I don't like that monorail. And it breaks down all the time. So that's not a great one. Mm. A lot of airports have them. Tons of airports have them. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not, there's not as many as you think. There, you know, there's 50, maybe 60. Oh, Singapore has one. Yes, I, I was on mm -hmm. that one. So yep. um, there's definitely one in Singapore. So there are some, um, but not as many as you would think. Right. And a lot of it has to do with the fact is the tracks are very, very expensive to make. Oh, yeah. It's upkeep is huge. Yeah. So I think the actual trains are no different than a train. Yeah. But the upkeep is very, very difficult. That's right. But the but the fact that you can do it and you don't interrupt the ground transportation mm -hmm. is the value. Because you, like with a train, you have to stop traffic. Mm -hmm. Train comes. Monorail, you don't have to do that. So. Yep. It is, but so again, I, I just, wanted, just wanted to bring that up. I don't want to talk about monorails for hours because they are they are amazing. Right. But it was something that was done. It was there on opening day. It didn't make our list, but you know, if I had a top ten or top twelve, I would have to put it on there. So. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. I mean, yeah, you're right. We could keep going on this, but I, I think it's just kind of this is this continued talk is a little testament of our list and the nostalgia factor and the memories and how cool some of this technology and how it kind of, you know, hung right there with us. So great, great discussion. And, and, you know, Brian, any, any closing remarks here? No, I think this is great. I think, uh, you, you know, as well as I do, I love the nostalgia. That is part yep. of what I, what my, you know, why Disney is so important to me. Um, and I love these things. So it's, uh, it's important. And a lot of the people, some of the people that just experienced Disney now or just go for, they don't go very often and they just show up. They, they don't go on those rides. They don't. Yeah. They're like, I'm not going on that stupid bear ride. I'm not going to, I like, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to go. We didn't even talk about the speedway, right? The speedway. Yeah, like right. I'm not doing that. It looks so Well, they're, they're stuck to Genie plus and, and their yeah. phones. And that's what Disney's created that, you know, right. Disney has created a different type of guest today. Yeah, exactly. Um, perfect. Perfect. So, that's a great one. Anyway. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep this conversation going spoonies in, uh, in our Facebook group. So we want to know what's your top five. Just uh, do a, well, actually, I'll post a list of every attraction that was there in the first 10 years. I'd like to hear what your top five are as well. How far off are we? Um, so, yeah, I, I keep the conversation going in the Facebook group because I'm, I'm really curious to see what you all have to say as well. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, on uh, Twitter. Brian, I guess I have to change what I call Twitter uh, because it's now X. Twitter is now called X. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then threads. We're getting threads. Threads. Too. Yeah. So threads I'm going to have to change my uh, my spiel here a little bit. But yeah, also email us info at a spoonful of podcast dot com. And also, please don't forget to rate and review our show. It really does help our community. It helps others. You know, if you enjoy the podcast and you want to share it with someone or a stranger comes upon the podcast and uh, they see rating and review there that you have enjoyed it. It also helps us grow as well. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water. Sorry, I didn't pick you, Jungle Cruise, but Brian gave you love. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Jesse James Black Bart for whom the policies wrote, even though there was a prize upon their heads. It was folks up and sang about the threesome call, the Apple Dumpling Gang. And they called Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, 
It's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization. <laughs> 